Numbers Lie, the podcast. How about every uh, college athlete available and that's uh, in the draft and could be considered a lottery pick, um, I feel that the 12th best player in the draft would be uh, Patrick U- Patrick Willis from, excuse me, Patrick Williams from Florida State. Um, strong combo forward, uh, 6'8", 225. Um, didn't have really impressive numbers uh, over the season, but he did play for a team that's full of athletic wings, um, and he just happened to be one of them. Uh, averaged a little over nine, uh, five and a block, but this was on uh, 45% from the field. And as a big, he did shoot 83% from the free throw line. Uh, overall, uh, some of Patrick's more uh, attributable strengths would be his athleticism, uh, known for a versatile defender. Uh, can defend on ball and rim protect. Um, and he has a, they say it's excellent. I don't believe in throwing that word around like that. But he has a really, really good mid-range game. Um his biggest weakness what's is... What's that? What's, what's mid-range? Right, right. Mid-range. Something, something, something you don't really see a lot in the NBA. But um, because of that, though, and I'm getting to the player uh, player comparisons, um, but before I get to that, his weakness, his only really weakness would be uh, his raw talent. Um, he hasn't been playing very long, and he is young. Uh, I believe he's only 18 to 19 years old, coming out after just one year uh, at Florida State. Um, but player comparisons... <laughs> He's actually been called Kawhi Light, believe it or not. Um, I think that's pretty big for an 18, 19-year-old. Huge. Um, more so uh, Josh Cunningham from the Pelicans. I would like to compare him more to uh, uh, another Florida State lottery pick in Jonathan Isaacs. Um, Isaacs hasn't really been healthy yet, so we really haven't seen his full potential. But I like that player comparison. Um, that would kind of be my ceiling, which is... Kind of hard to say, seeing again with Isaac's injuries, we haven't really seen his full potential. But that would be my ceiling at the moment because I feel Isaac has a, still has a high ceiling despite his injuries. Um, my floor, and it isn't that bad, but my floor would be Patrick Patterson. Uh, Patrick Patterson, for it to be a floor, has had a long NBA career. Um, uh, specialties as far as shooting and tough on-ball defender. Uh, I think Patrick Williams can fit that mold, which is why I feel he's a lottery pick. San Antonio. Wait, whoa, whoa. Before we, you, <laughs> the Spurs in the lottery? Whoa. Oh, wait, is that? Wait, so, okay, so technically there's a lottery. So, oh, wow. wow. They didn't make the playoffs? Playoffs? We getting off track, guys. All right, we're going hey, off you on should, so many tangents. Do you right want to tell who they go pick in a lottery pick, or you no, want us to do? Sure, y'all, y'all, I'm gonna right. y'all. We, I want to disrespect your team and not. Hey, I just team. know I'm gonna be paying attention. That's all. Okay, paying close attention. So the 11th pick, we got the basketball San Antonio Spurs. Who we got, man? We got Devin Vassell out of Florida State. Six seven wing, hundred ninety four pounds, uh, very versatile. His his calling card is his defense end. He has a high motor. Um, NBA level, he's considered to be a three and D guy. He can shoot the ball, spot up shot. He can uh, create his own shot. Um, he has a high intensity. He loves to compete. Um, <clears throat> as far as his weaknesses. Um, 
it's just him having more of a, a flow or just him fitting in the right system. You know, I don't think that he's necessarily um, a top notch go to score at the moment, but he could be a second or third option on on any uh, good team. Okay. All right. So that's Devin Vassell. All right. Three and D guy, you say, huh? Hopefully, Pop don't treat him like he treat uh, Trey Lyles <laughs> and every <laughs> other three in mean, Austin like Day. Lyles? I mean, these Austin are all the players Day. that was there that didn't. That were supposed to be these three and D guys that didn't get the chance under Pop. Oh, okay. Lonnie Walker. Yeah, you know, people Lonnie, like that. I the story. You're still getting ready about Lonnie now. Didn't, didn't Lonnie sign a clutch sports? I saw that earlier today. Or, really? That means he's going to the Lakers. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that's <laughs> when I saw it. I was like, Ugh. All right. So, all right, all right, Spurs. We'll see what the Spurs do at uh, the number 11 pick. Anything else to add on uh, Mr. Vassal? It's a rig building. I, I think it's pretty dope. And I know a lot of people didn't get to see it, but Florida State won the ACC. They do. They and do. they were – Probably gonna get ready to win the ACC tournament and make a deep uh, NCAA run, and they have back-to-back players in the lottery. Just shows like the type of talent they the had Coach on their Leonard team. Coach Leonard doesn't get enough credit. Leonard Hamilton. He always is, brings somebody out, you know, to the NBA like a first rounder out of nowhere. So salute, salute to him, mm-hmm. man. It's crazy. FSU. Okay. All right. All right. Devin Vassell, Florida State. All right, Philly, who we got at number 10? I think we believe that Sadiq Bey is going to be the top pick for the Suns. Uh, coming in from Villanova, uh, 6'8", 216-pound, small forward, uh, first team, uh, first team all Big East. Um, many people will compare him to Chris Middleton as far as him being able to have a mid-range uh, game, able to create his own shot. Uh, sorry, as far as his... Uh, those are his strengths, as also as his ability to get to the cup. Um, as far as some of his weaknesses that teams are looking at is his um, lack of athleticism. A lot of scouts think that he's already peaked um, at his age. So, But outside of that, um, he's a go-to pick. He should be um, someone that you can see as a 10-, 15-year vet in the league. So, And he has an NBA-ready body. So. Okay, 6'8", 216. Solid numbers. You know, I I know you didn't. You said his NBA comparisons like Chris Middleton. He reminds me a lot of Lou Aldane, who's not super athletic, but he gets his spots on the court. He can get a shot off. He can get to the cup if need be. And you can rely on, like, he has a consistent jump shot. But I can't wait to see him at the next level. I feel like, especially if he goes to Phoenix, I feel like that would be a great landing spot for him because they got young guards already, young wings. He'll yeah, that's what I was about right to ask. What's, what would be the fit if he does go to the Phoenix, Phoenix Sun? Like, what can he bring? Like, He can be a combination of Kelly Oubre. That's what I'm saying. And who's, they, who else they just drafted? Yeah, from? he has a they high IQ on the defensive side. He's Michael known Bridges. to be yeah, a great Michael communicator. Bridges, yeah. So he, he's on that side of the floor. He got it. You know, cool. so, you know, they definitely need defense. And having, like, Aiden there as an anchor – and Booker, it's a good little lineup. Yeah. I like that pick. I think this this pick makes Ubre a little bit makes tradable. him tradable. <laughs> yeah. Makes him very tradable. I saw on uh, Twitter today they said uh, they they uh, showed him their new jerseys and they was like they they squeezed every uh, drop of modeling out of uh, 
Ubre before they traded him off. They definitely <laughs> he pull up in a Ferrari and a and a <laughs> horse. A Lambo. A Lambo and a horse. Crusher, who we got at number nine? Um, well, I think the ninth, I guess you could say the ninth best player uh, in the lottery, or at least for Washington, I think they would benefit selecting Precious Achua. Um, he's a high-motor athletic wing out of Memphis. Now, I watched Precious in high school. One thing I did not know until recently um, was Precious's age. Uh, despite only playing one year at Memphis, and it's actually one of uh, his weaknesses that I'll get to in a moment. But Precious is a 6'9", 225-pound, um, high-motored athletic wing with a 7'2.5-foot wingspan. Um, some of his strengths is that he's an explosive leaper. Um, he's a good offensive rebounder, which leads to a lot of second-chance opportunities for him. Um, great finisher at the rim, um, and most importantly, he's a high-level shot blocker. But he can also guard uh, positions two through four. So shows a lot of versatility out on the perimeter um, when it comes to uh, pick-and-roll switches and things of that nature. Um, one thing that I mentioned a little moment ago as far as his weaknesses was that despite only doing one year at Memphis, he's old for his class. Precious is 21 years old. Um Aside from that, though, when he's out of the flow of the game, Precious does tend to uh, force shots, uh, and he does shoot poorly from the free throw line, just a bit under 60%, if I'm not mistaken. Um, with that being said, I think a good player comparison uh, and ceiling for Precious would be Pascal Siakam uh, from the Toronto Raptors um, with a floor at best, Precious being Alpha Aminu. And that's an Aminu uh, with a better defensive upside than the present Aminu has. Um, Precious was predicted to be a lottery pick coming out of high school. Didn't quite have the season that a lot of people predicted in Memphis, but a lot of things didn't go right uh, at Memphis this past season. But uh, Precious is still a lottery pick. Uh, again, I think the fact that he can rebound the offensive glass and can guard two through four, but also defend the rim is uh, one of the main reasons he'll be uh, a lottery pick. We have the New York Knicks at number eight. Uh, Juwan, who you got? Uh, I, I think uh, Killian Hayes out of France. Will be going at the number eight pick, um, six five left-handed point guard, which is I mean left-hander is already kind of rare, but Time six, six 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 five point guard from France. Yeah, he he hopefully he'll drop a little bit to the Spurs. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> hey, you know who's who's coaching him up though? Your boy Tony Parker. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. France, France is tight, Nick. France, gang, France gang. got another young so, kid. So, you know, if he got Tony Polk on his corner. Hey. You never know. Go ahead. Yeah, he, he's played in uh, the senior division over in France the last two years already. So, he's a, 
he he's coming over a lot. Like it, it reminds me of like the Ricky Rubio almost, where you play at like sixteen, you playing in Olympics and shit like that. Yeah. By the time come here, he already wore ready. Yeah. Um, my uh, NBA can pick my ceiling for him would be Spencer Dinwiddie. Another combo guard who started off as a point guard who could play both positions, kind of tall, could create his own shot. Uh, one weakness that Killian does have is his lack of athleticism, which ties into the Spencer Dinwiddie um, mode. He did average seven assists last year, uh, 13 points, two rebounds on the, on the senior division. So I think he'll be a good fit. And, you know, the Knicks have been looking for a point guard yes. since, uh, shit, Mark Jackson left Man. the first time. <laughs> Mark so. Jackson can come and get some buckets right now. <laughs> so I think I, I do believe yeah. that uh, – that's where Killian Hayes will fall. Uh, I did see that a lot of people, he's one of those like, I'm not sure on type of players where he could be a top 10 pick, top five pick, or number 15, depending on team need. Um, so I, that's what I think it is. His floor is Kirk Heinrich as well. Yeah. I mean, he was a starter, but he Kevin didn't. Do, Kirk. Yeah. Or Dante Exum was another player. I who reminds me of. Yeah, so. Dante Exum. Damn, I had high hopes yeah. for him too, man. Yeah. Just go with Injuries, Cubs. man. And at the seventh pick, the Detroit Pistons select Isaac Okoro out of Auburn. Uh, I will preface this with saying I do believe Detroit is going to trade up. In this draft, but if they stay where they're at, I believe Isaac Okora will fall to them, and he will fit into that old school Detroit basketball mode. Good Detroit defensive player. Um, Bad boys. Yeah. Or old four. I mean, just pick a good defensive team, either okay. whoever you want to say he is. Uh, he's a six six wing, two twenty five. Uh, he was a excellent college defender. Uh, on ball, off the ball, um, quick feet, quick hands, able to stay with his defender. His strengths are literally anything defensively is his strength. His weaknesses is anything offensively that has to do with shooting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, exactly. if, the, if he got to shoot the ball, that's a weakness. Okay. Uh, I want to say he shot like 65, 67% from the free throw line. Um, he shot 28%, like 28% three. from three. So. He's not a three and D guy. Which, yeah, twenty eight from, I mean, from college mid-range? three. Ooh, from college from three. From mid range basically. Yes. <laughs> so another upside about him though is he's one of the youngest players in the draft. I believe he will not be he'll be nineteen when he gets drafted. He he won't turn twenty till uh January, so so he's a raw talent and I mean what I like about Isaac is his low maintenance. He's not the type of person that needs attention. He's a worksman. He does his job and go home. Twenty eight percent for but, three. That's but why that's why. So yes, he's a Swiss Swiss Army knife. But we heard the same things about if y'all remember this player Justin Anderson. Yes, which is his floor to me, where he'll play NBA Vice for yeah seven eight years. He's still on the squad though. Yeah, he goes to the G League, scores <laughs> right. 29 in a row, like 29 in five straight games, come back to the NBA. Can't score, but he's a good locker room guy. He's like an enforcer if you need him to be. So, that's I can see that. Justin Anderson is his floor. Okay. His ceiling, if he gets somewhat of a consistent jump shot, is Karan Butler. Mm-hmm. 
where he he can score. Yeah, he can score. He can defend. He's a tough guy. I also see a little Justice Winslow in this. Just a little bit. That's worse than Justin Anderson floor. Ooh, Justice Winslow? I mean, I don't, I don't well, okay, hold on, hold on. Whoa. I do understand that at the moment. For one, I, I mean, the first thing we can ask is what has Justice Winslow done? And it's only because he hasn't really had an opportunity because of injury. So right. I kind of feel him on that. Um, just Justin Anderson is in probably in like year six, seven maybe. Yeah. yeah exactly. um, you know, so he's he's doing enough to stick around in the NBA. Um, maybe it's because certain people get hurt and you need to get called up, whatever the case may be. Um, so yeah, I, I would I would rather my my floor be Justin Anderson than Justice Winslow at the moment. Okay. All right. Any other any other thoughts on uh, Isaac or Coro? Right. I literally I spent the whole time trying to figure out who the hell is on Detroit's team right now. Trying to think if he's gonna come right in and be a starter. Like I don't know who's. Rose. Um. Yeah, well, I do leaving. think they, at the at the two. Um, they got Canard, Luke Canard. Yeah. And crickets. Everybody left. Crickets. I, but I think Akora like, plays the three, if, and then yeah, he'll play the three. But I don't know. He'll definitely probably guard the three. I don't know sure who plays the three. I mean, they might have. Westbrook. I know they tried. Shit! Another floor is. Uh, the Stanimal. Stanimal. They're the same mode. He's not on the Detroit Pistons no more, though, right? right? No, but they're the same. Literally, they're the same player. He, he's 6'6", too? Yeah, and I Stanley thought maybe Stanley Johnson is a little bit more athletic. Yeah. But, I don't know. I don't see. We'll see. Like, prove right. me wrong, kid. Prove yeah, me pro- wrong. Hey, that's what it's all about. Prove us wrong, kids. The sixth player on our uh, numbers live board is Mr. Tyrese Halliburton out of Iowa State. He's a six-five point guard, one seventy-five. He has a he's a tall, rangy guard. Rangy. <laughs> uh, he Define can rangy. Obviously, he's a he's a great shooter. Uh, he was a 50-40-90 guy at Iowa State oh, for wow. his career so far. Um, one thing that stuck out to me when I was looking more, find out more about him, uh, he'll only be 20 years old in the NBA, like his basically his whole first year. And he played two years of college. So it's like he's still young. And I, uh, I mean, I, I think he'll be really good on the next level. I could see the fit if he were to go to a team like Atlanta or – even to the Chicago Bulls to start at their point guard position because he could play either guard position, which is good. But he he, he primarily played point. Iowa State play alongside of uh, THT his freshman year, so I think he'll be he'll be really good. Some of his uh, weaknesses though is how big he is. He's six five one seventy five, and he's been trying to put on weight. hasn't really done that. He left college uh, left high school at one seventy. So in two years, you put on five pounds at a Division One program. That's uh, that's one of the biggest things. He he doesn't uh, doesn't have a lot of athleticism either. So with that being said, I'm gonna go my floor for Halliburton. You may not like this one, Tweedle. Is Lonzo Ball? That's a pretty good floor. I mean, okay. yeah, but Lonzo Ball story still getting written. But okay. we'll see. We can see. 
Uh, a lot of you older cats out there. He reminds me a lot of Kevin Martin. He can get a shot off. Okay. He has a, a weird release. Sort of like Lonzo Ball as well. As well. But and if as of right now, if Lonzo Ball's career ended, I think Kevin Martin had a better career. So that's why oh, Kevin Martin's the ceiling. Lonzo Ball's the floor. Kevin Martin was a perennial all-star for a good portion of his career. So that's why I'm going to go with Tyrese Halliburton. All right, Tyrese Halliburton. I like that. Number six. I like that. Um, I think that uh, uh, another player comparison, at least to today's player, would be Malcolm Brogdon. Um, Halliburton's not a high-volume scorer, but he has great shot selection. Uh, He has great shot selection. And so uh, that's one of the things that, really makes him a 50 40 90 guys that you know he shoots efficiently because he doesn't really take a lot of bad shots next up on the numbers live draft board we have we have denny avija for maccabi tel aviv i'm sorry go ahead yeah, so a lot of americans don't know who denny is um he's a israeli um, a three-time league champion, uh, league MVP, and he was also on the FIBA U20 uh, under 20 uh, European team in which he was the MVP on that championship team. Um, as far as his strength, he's 6'9". He's a, pretty much a 6'9 point guard that can handle, uh, playmate, um, is great, uh, has great flexibility as far as he's able to defend guards as well as forwards. Um, one thing about Denny that people don't know is that he's like a fierce uh, competitor and he can shoot the ball as well as go to the cup. Um, some of his weaknesses, however, is his inconsistent jumper. He literally shot 28% from EuroLeague last season and 29% in the last Euro, uh, two last two EuroLeague championships games. Um, mm-hmm. As an MVP, you, you know that he can, he, can, he can score, but as far as 29%, 28%, he has to improve in order to be trusted. Um, as far as his um, NBA comparisons, a lot of people believe that he's Detlef Shrimp. As a lot of people know him from the S- Seattle Supersonics, a perennial all-star back in the day. Um, as far as NBA best fit, uh, we could see him probably with the Chicago Bulls or the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, he's a person that can look on as a second scorer. Maybe not the guy, but someone that you can go to as for a bucket to expel uh, the go-to guy. So, Daniel Vijay from Israeli. Right. Kind of look like Gallinari a little bit. Gallinari. <laughs> Number four on the Numbers Light Draft board is... We have Anyeka Okungwu out of USC. We have a two-time California Mr. Basketball, first team All-Pac-12. His strength is ferocious shot blocker. He's great at defending the rim. Average 2.7 blocks per game at USC. Another great strength of his is his soft touch around the rim. A lot of his buckets were in the post. He could finish on either shoulder. His NBA comparison is Bam Adebayo. By the way he can defend one through four, he's able to explode as far as rim run, as well as he's able to uh, go for alley-oops and explode with the best of them. As far as his NBA best fit, 
I could see him with the Minnesota Timberwolves next to Cat. As far as being able to depend on the, the strengths that Cat may not have as far as his weaknesses, whether it be Cat shooting a three, he's inside. If Cat wants to leave or get traded, he could fit right in and be that, that staple for Minnesota Timberwolves. So, Ayanka, Akungu. Stay within the community. All right. Any uh, any final thoughts on number four? No real final thoughts. I, I, I'm I'm a fan of Okungu. Um, If you all don't know, he was also a high school teammate of another lottery pick. Uh, well, another potential lottery pick in LaMelo Ball um, out there at Chino Hills. Um, I think he's the type of athlete that a team like the Celtics should attempt to possibly trade up for and draft. Just now, my personal opinion. Now, as far as some of his weaknesses, I don't. he doesn't have any glaring weaknesses, but as far as the NBA game, he's going to have to show and prove that he can at least shoot the three. He has a good touch. He can shoot the, shoot the 17-footer, but he wasn't dependent on at USC to shoot the three. So I want to see him, you know, get a few touches, see if he can. I don't know. It depends on the situation and the system at the end. But um, I like it. Like the kid, he has a good upside. And the next player on the numbers live draft board is next player on the numbers live draft board is actually last year's college basketball national player of the year, six nine, two hundred and twenty pound forward Obi Toppin from the University of Dayton. Now. Obi is an interesting prospect. Again, this is the reigning national player of the year. But unlike most players who win that accolade, uh, Obi was not one of your uh, more high major uh, prospects coming out of high school. Uh, Obi was actually a zero star athlete uh, coming out of high school and sort of a late bloomer. He did have a red shirt uh, year at Dayton, had a pretty good junior year and just a crazy coming out party as a senior. Obi shot 63% from the field and 40% from three. One of that's one of the best things about Obi is that Obi is a stretch player. Um, one of his other, well, a couple of more of his strengths is that uh, he can shoot from all levels. So Obi is uh, a decent finisher. He can shoot the mid-range as well as the three. He's also good in the pick-and-roll game as well, which is always going to be a plus when NBA teams are looking at you because it's kind of really one of the only plays that's constantly run in the league at the moment. Uh, a few weaknesses, though. Um, OB is considered what you call a heavy-footed laterally. And I kind of used to say the same thing about LeBron just because of his – Body makeup, it's a little bit harder to shift all that weight side to side. You know, a frame that size is kind of hard to shift really quickly from side to side. And because of that, Obi will probably be guarding more fours in the NBA, um, despite his height, not really strong enough or to guard fives and maybe not quite quick enough to guard the more athletic threes. Um, another one of his weaknesses is just that he's a late bloomer. Uh, and being a late bloomer, but also being one of the older players in the draft, generally it would be frowned upon, but a player with Obi's athleticism, 
he he'll he'll definitely be a high lottery pick. Uh, with everything being said, I think Obi Toppin ceiling is Amari Stoudemire. I think that he can eventually shoot the long ball better than Amari. Possibly, he does go to the rim just as hard. Uh, he's a bouncy player. Uh, I don't really have a floor for Obi. I think Obi is your typical boom or bust type prospect. And it's really because with him being a late bloomer, one of the older players in the in the draft, um, he doesn't come from playing in one of the more competitive conferences. But at the same time, you have a lot of players that are in the NBA uh, that come from those same type of backgrounds, i.e. your Doug McDermott's. Um, same conference, National Player of the Year. Uh, but Doug McDermott has carved out a, a pretty lengthy career. Being a National Player of the Year and having the type of hype from some that he did coming out, I definitely wouldn't say that Doug McDermott has lived up to it at all. Um, but I think Obi can be better and has the upside to be a perennial all-star. But again, boom or bust in my opinion for Obi, but he's definitely a uh, top four type prospect in my opinion. All right, all right. Final final takes on Obi. I know we've been talking a lot about Obi uh, over here, Juwan. What you got on your boy, man? Nothing. I'm not going to say a word. No comment. <laughs> like he's boom or bust. All right. I, I, I always just feel like when drafting a 22-year-old, you should know the, like what you're getting. It should be established, especially... I get going potential-wise on an 18-year-old and 19-year-old. I get it. You won't get fired for shit like that as a GM. Like, ah, he would look good. We'll see. But, I don't know. I, just, going, I think Obi definitely is benefiting from this draft. And that's the only reason that I, that I added... <clears throat> Him being older and a late bloomer as one of the negatives, simply because, you know, late bloomers, you're looking at people who may not have started to play until like junior year of high school, but they're still between 18 and 20 when they try to enter the pros. You know, in this situation, it's kind of the polar opposite. He's He was literally a man amongst boys. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it turns out. I, I'm just, I don't know, I'm always... Undersized bigs that aren't, I don't know, I, I just feel, we'll see. We'll like see. I said, we'll see. I can't pass judgment. I see him on the next level. I just wasn't sold on him in, in the conference he was in. Jury's out. All right. Phil, you want to end on a positive note for your boy, Obi? On a positive note? No, I mean, he's a boom and bust for sure. Um, not being able to consistently play competitively. You know, with the big boys, it's definitely something that's going to hinder him. It's a, something on the resume that's, you know, he has to let, show and prove. So. Man, you're supposed to go to town for your boys. It's, it's, it's one of the it downfalls, man. It's one of the downfalls <laughs> of COVID canceling the, canceling the NCAA tournament. That's when you really get to see right. when those small town boys, you know, those smaller school cats mm-hmm. can really step up and play with the big boys, i.e., Steph Curry, Curry Davidson. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? All this type of cat. Smaller schools got to the big dance and just showed their ass, man. Um, but don't and worry. I, and I think that was the type of stage that Obi was looking for and actually needed 
uh, in an effort to show and prove to a lot of people. Didn't really work out that way. But what about the but, first three years? Hey. <laughs> Steph Curry did one. He Steph Curry did in a tournament, then did a whole nother year. That's True. my problem. He had four years to do this, and I'm not blaming one COVID NCAA tournament on why we didn't see him shine. Oh, no. I mean, as far as, you know, maybe the world not be right. The world mm-hmm. not, not knowing. Y'all not missing nothing. Oh, go ahead. Watch <laughs> reruns of The Office. Let's go. We can this. My bad. <laughs> Next player on the number slide draft board. We have James Wiseman. We have a 7-1, 250-pound center, 19 years old, out of Memphis. Um, James Wiseman can be arguably be a, a number one pick. Um, he's literally a, a airplane playing basketball. He has a 7-6 wingspan. His athleticism, he's a rim runner. He's a shot blocker. He's you know, willing to rebound. Uh, he's everything that you want in a prototypical center. As far as his weaknesses, he wants to be, and this is his statement, he wants to be an AD-like player. He wants to have the ball in his hands. He wants to, you know, create his own shot. And at this point, he's he's not there. He shot 10% from three at the EYBL. 10%. So it's a lot of work in, to to be an AD like person. So, but however, his potential is there. Athleticism, his strength, his rebound, and all of that. Um, his NBA comparison right now: Hassan Whiteside. Um, best fit NBA team: Charlotte Hornets. They need a center. They need some rim protection, and with those young guards and the, the youth movement over there, he will fit in. James Wiseman. All right, final thoughts on James Wiseman. I think he's solid. I, I like him. And the next player on the numbers live draft board is... Next player on the numbers live draft board is a uh, player I think is the probably the best overall scorer of the draft prospects, and that would be uh, freshman Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards, 19 years old, out of Georgia, um, University of Georgia, from, I believe he's from Atlanta, Georgia, though, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Anthony Edwards is a 6'5", combo guard, uh, 6'9", wingspan, 225 pounds. Uh, NBA-ready body, uh, averaged a little over 19.5-2, but he only shot a little over 40% from the field. And just over 29% from the three-point line. Um, so some of his strengths is that he has a very, very high motor. Uh, almost Westbrook-like, going to the basket. Uh, strong body, attacks and finishes well. Uh, and because of his size and strength, uh, he can defend one through three. Uh, his biggest weaknesses, in my opinion, uh, he uh, is, as good as he is at going to the basket, he often settles for outside shots. Uh, he does take plays off on defense, and at times, uh, really represented by 40% from the field and 29% from the three-point line, he can sometimes have poor shot selection. With that being said, I think that Anthony Edwards' ceiling is a bigger, stronger uh, Donovan Mitchell at the moment. Um, 
high volume shooter. He's going to shoot a lot of threes, but he can also attack the rim uh, with the best of them. Floor wise, and this is just based on volume shooting, would be Brandon Jennings to me. Uh, Brandon Jennings to me was always a big high volume shooter, uh, but had poor shot selection, as does. Anthony Edwards at times, and that's why I make that comparison. Overall, I think Anthony Edwards is going to come in and be very beneficial to whatever team does pick him. Uh, potential number one draft pick, uh, and that's Anthony Edwards. All right. Any final thoughts on Anthony Edwards? I like his motor. I like how he loves to compete. He's going to be a solid player. And the next player on the numbers lot draft board is Mr. LaMelo Ball. The third of the Ball Brothers. Big Baller brand, baby. Triple B's, me in here. I'm sure everyone has heard about LaMelo Ball for the last four years. Little brother of Lonzo Ball. He's a 6'6 point guard who still can be growing right now. Verdict's still out on that. He's about 180. Young kid, uh, yeah. I mean, you don't sound so excited, Juwan. No, I mean, ain't number about, one pick, right? Possibly, possibly number one pick. Yeah, you don't sound too excited about the kid. I don't, I don't know enough about him. I've seen can, a lot of videos. He didn't, play, he didn't play college ball. He, he didn't play, play high, high school basketball high school. as a senior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, he, I've seen him play against people in his daddy's league. I've seen him play against thirty-seven-year-old men in Lithuania. <laughs> I saw him play against. Players in Australia who let Andrew Bogut win an MVP award, and then he came back to NBA and retired after two games. <laughs> this like this is what I have to go off of, and he had all right numbers there. He this is one of those players I feel like potential. He has potential to be really good. So what are his strengths and weaknesses? His strengths is his court vision is a, a really good strength of his. Uh, he his weakness is he's never been coached. He takes bad shots. He has bad form like his brother. He can get to the basket. He has a good motor, but I don't know. It's just a lot. I don't know. I don't know a lot. Of, a, a lot about. Him. All right, give it, give NBA us some floor. Yeah, NBA floor. I would say Michael Carter Williams as a, a a big point guard. Michael Carter Williams won Rookie of the Year. Don't get me wrong. Right, and he did nothing after that. His first game, boy, you thought. Right. Uh, his ceiling I have as Sean Livingston because I also don't think we've seen a player like uh, LaMelo Ball in the NBA yet who has the he, – he, he has a super green light everywhere he's been. So he's a high-volume scorer, but he's also like a high-volume assist man at 6'7", like it, who plays the point. I don't think there's been a player like him mm-hmm. I've seen. Sean Livingston was – uh, top five player in his in his class. No, actually, he was number one player. Came out of high school, had was off to a great career, so and then got injured. So he had to change his game up. So I feel like he's the closest we've seen to Lamelo Ball at this point. That's in the NBA. All right, and it's not a bad ceiling. Don't get me wrong. Like that's NBA champ, could have been Finals MVP. Use his length as advantage. Not super athletic, but has. He's good enough, like he's athletic enough to stay in front of his as a as a defender. Lengthy, lengthy can get in the passing lanes, things like that. 
is so, yeah. an, um, no, I'm not knocking. I don't want. I'm not gonna knock Lamelo Ball. I just don't know enough about like a, about his game because I haven't seen him professionally or in high school. Was he expected to be a first a first pick overall like last year though? Like, it, it, isn't a lot of people surprised he's here right now? I believe so. Okay. I, I don't believe anyone. He scored 91 in a high school game. Like, I don't think anyone's surprised that he's here. Okay. I just saw, I, I, I hear a lot of, like, you know, LaMelo might fall in the draft and stuff like that, though. I don't think he goes past four if he falls. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right. Now, also, once again, I, I said this before. I believe if he goes one, I do believe that he's not staying with Minnesota if he goes one. I believe he's going somewhere else. And I, and I do believe teams will trade up to get him at one. Like the Detroit Pistons, for one. Yeah, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball, uh, great, great court vision, um, and range. Sometimes push oscillation. I think he's a tall, lengthy Mike Bibby. Um, I mean, that's I mean, he drives well, draws, sucks in defenders, and dishes the ball off. I mean, sometimes, sometimes quicker than you can see. Um, that's really going to be his claim to fame. He. He's gonna be a he's gonna be an Anthony Hardaway size point guard, uh, but he's probably gonna. I can't say he's gonna have a green light, just because I don't know who he's gonna play for. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's definitely gonna be a point guard in the NBA, and at that size, uh, it's it's gonna be beneficial to whoever he plays with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of these uh, players, it's it's dependent on what situation they go to as well. I will. I, I don't remember a draft situation. having this many like. Question marks? Question Bigger, marks. No, well, question marks, but it's fun. like the size of these players is crazy. Like, there's three point guards in the top ten that are six five and taller. The best yep. shot blocker in the draft. I don't think we've talked nine. about anybody low, shorter than six four. I don't remember us talking about like who, who was shorter than six four. Anthony Edwards is the shortest person we talked about at six five. Yeah. That's crazy. Like it's uh, something in the water. Yeah, and they they more skilled these days, more talented. Right. So. All right, we shall see. What you going to do, big baller brand? What, what, what are we going to do? Clock. That ain't a company. Literally. Real, real quick, it, will he be better than Lonzo? I believe so. But also, so, I don't know. Lonzo will be showing flash, and I'd be getting excited. Then he go back to being Lonzo. I will say this. Lonzo's a better defender mm-hmm. than Melo at this point in his career. I, I, I just feel and that's all motor to me, too. Because they got the same – they have the same tools, and I feel Melo has more tools. He just doesn't – but once again, I haven't seen him in a situation where he had to high play, level play situation. Seri- yeah, where he played serious and didn't shoot a bad thirty-seven footer. All right, but we'll see. Hopefully, he gets a great, um, great system to go to. Great, great coaching situation. staff. I also wish. I hope he gets a veteran on his team, a veteran point guard that can show him how to be an NBA point guard. Numbers lie. The podcast.